1: Hey, and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Samantha Marquez, and I want to wish all of you an almost happy July 4th. July 4th is one of my favorite holidays of the entire year because you get to swim, watch fireworks, but most importantly, we got the hottest summer movies. Some of the films that we'll be talking about today include Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Incredibles 2. Right now, we're going to be talking to Calista, who's from LA and is 14, about the new film, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Welcome to the show, Calista.
2: Hello! As always, thank you for having me.
1: No problem. So, Jurassic World. I have not seen any of the other Jurassic films in a long time, but this film has been so hyped up, and I've heard really great things about it, but I want to hear it from you. So, what did you think of Jurassic World?
2: Well, I've never really been a big fan of Jurassic World. I've seen, Jura- I've never se- I've seen Jurassic World and most of Jurassic Park, but I never really considered myself a big a fan of it as I was never really interested in it but this movie surpassed my my expectations it was a lot better than I thought it would be.
1: In what ways did you think it was better given that you really weren't interested in it before?
2: Well I didn't think there would be anything really interesting I thought it would be a rehash of the other stories the only thing I was really looking forward to was Chris Pratt because I really like Chris Pratt. But I feel that, like, it was somehow more engaging than I thought it would be. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but I was just more invested than I really expected. Maybe it helped that I didn't have that high of expectations, but in general it's just more interesting than I thought it would be.
1: That's true. Oftentimes when you go into a movie and you think it's going to be really good or really bad, you know, it can kind of change how the movie is. But I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it. I mean, if I can remember correctly, when I saw the first Jurassic films... I wasn't completely interested in it either, but you know, if you're saying that this one was a lot better than you thought, then I'll definitely have to check it out. So, I mean, I know I I'm not really that familiarized with like the kinds of you know like dinosaurs and all that that they have in the film. So, did you have like a favorite? I don't know. I know there's also characters, but was there a favorite maybe dinosaur, maybe a favorite character that you had? I mean, I guess the only one that really
2: stood out to me was Blue the Velociraptor, who Chris Pratt trained. But that was only because they had some adorable flashback sequences. And I feel like those sequences were probably some of the best scenes in the film.
1: Wow, flashbacks. Is there anything you could tell us about the flashbacks without giving anything away? Well, they're not too really involved
2: in the story. It's just flashbacks of where uh, it's videos that Chris Pratt's character Owen took when he was training all the velociraptors. And they make special notice of Blue. And it's adorable, and I almost cried from how cute it was. It's just, the flashbacks aren't really that important to the story. They're just kind of cute.
1: Right. Did you get to talk to the cast and crew at all when you went to your screening?
2: It was just a screening in the movie theater. It wasn't, like, a premiere or anything.
1: Oh, okay. That's nice, though. Wow. I just, I feel like this film, I really want to see it now, but I'll have to wait. But I want to hear more from you, so... You were talking about how there's this Velociraptor Blue and some characters are really cool. Did you have a favorite scene, perhaps, that really made you, you know, connect with the movie more since you weren't really that invested in the beginning? Well, unfortunately there is, but I can't give away what happens
2: in it because of spoilers. Ugh.
1: Oh, yeah. Morality we don't
2: like spoilers. My, my morality of not giving away spoilers can sometimes hurt me very much.
1: Well, is there anything at all in the movie that you really enjoyed that you could tell us about without giving anything away? Actually, there
2: is. See, um there is this there's this girl named Maisie in the film. She's in quite a lot of it. And her actress, Isabella Sermon, I was blown away from how good this girl was. Like it was amazing. Like, wow. I love I love Chris Pratt. And even I can admit that he was, like, the second best actor in the film compared to her.
1: Wow, that's interesting. Wow, yeah, I could totally imagine that. I mean, Chris Pratt is a great actor, and I really loved him in all the the other movies that he's done. But, yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And so one of the other things that I had to say I was wondering about is, was there any, I guess... You know, music in this film. I know there's always music in films, usually. But was there any music that you think made the film better? Or you really liked the music, or you didn't really like the music? I mean, how did music play a role in this film?
2: Well, sometimes I can list. I can hear music, and like, uh, sometimes I'm like actually paying attention to the music. And usually, just depends on what it is. For certain shows or movies I like, I'm more notice. I'm more. It kind of just depends on what the movie is. I didn't really notice the music in this movie particularly. I mean, I know it's composed by John Williams, but, like, I just didn't really pay much attention to it.
1: That's okay. Yeah, I mean, music is important, but sometimes I'm sure the film had so much action in it anyway that, you know, music wasn't as prominent. But that's still good to hear. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about The Man Who Unlocked the Universe, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and Incredibles 2. Right now we're talking to Calista about the new film, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. And she was just telling us about how there wasn't that much music in this film. This film was really great overall, even though she originally wasn't expecting it to be great. But that's always good to hear. So, Jurassic World, there have already been so many movies. But do you think that they're going to make another Jurassic World, maybe Jurassic Universe or Jurassic 4? I mean, what do you think?
2: Well, the thing is, though, is that I don't want it to go on, but I do. I do feel like they are probably going to make another one just because the series is that popular. And it's not that I don't want it to like. It's not that I want. I. It's not that I want it to end because I have some kind of problem with it or something. It's just because I feel like because every kind of series like this, it needs to end at some point. And I feel like the ending of this movie could really work as like a solid end to the whole series but i'm real but i'm like 99.9 percent sure it's not gonna happen so that's my that's the
1: problem right and since have you seen the other jurassic films
2: uh i've seen jurassic world and most of jurassic park
1: oh okay so would you say that you know the um this film compared to the other ones the other few that you've seen would you say that this one's better or is it the same? I mean, what would you think?
2: I'd say it's a lot... I, it's more different than Jurassic World and Jurassic Park. But I would say this is be- This is the best because this is the one where I actually remembered most of it.
1: Right. Okay, well, yeah. I definitely i am not... I haven't seen them in a long time. But yeah, I would... I can agree with you on that. So, you're talking about the ending. And you said that they might not need to make another one. But... I really want to know more about the ending, but I don't want to know about spoilers. But would you say that the ending was one of the parts of the movie that you enjoyed more than the others, or were you kind of a little disappointed or satisfied? I'm a mixture
2: of both because the, the events leading up to the ending were kind of frustrating, but I thought the ending actually did. And actually, I actually felt that if they decided to end the series there, they could have had they could have like a really interesting message that's left up in the air to. You know, it's a it a lot, if the ending if that if the if the ending of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is the end of the whole series, it could actually lead lead to some really interesting things that people could that could lead to some interesting discussions and just in general could actually make people think and that's what I think is important.
1: Right, yeah. I definitely I love to think and definitely having discussions about Certain themes and movies and movies in general is really important, so I completely understand. And what did you think of the cinematography in this film?
2: I thought that there were some really interesting shots of the island and the landscapes in general, and it was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, that's really interesting to hear that was one of your favorite parts. Yeah, I mean... I can see that. I'll definitely have to check it out to see what you're saying. But um, yeah, I definitely think that's a really important aspect of the movie. Now, Callistan, my last few questions for you is what would you say is the age and the star rating for this film?
2: I would say the age age rating is around 10 to 18 and the star rating is 4 out of 5.
1: Okay, great. And what would you say is the main message of this film? I feel like there's a very strong
2: message about... You know, technology and like breaking the laws of nature, sort of thing. As I feel like that is kind of a, that is kind of like a whole the, a message that is prevalent throughout the series. But I feel like particularly here.
1: Okay, well that's definitely great, and I will definitely have to watch this movie. And I just want to thank you for talking about Jurassic World. It means a lot. Of course, thank you for having me. Let's take a quick break. I'm your host, Samantha Marcus, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Super 4
3: Meet Ruby. Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Samantha Marcus, and you're listening
1: to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and next we'll be talking about Incredibles 2 with Arjun, who's from Tennessee and is 16. Welcome to the show, Arjun.
4: Welcome to be here.
1: That's great. So Incredibles 2, wow. I can't believe they've made another one after, what, like 10 years? And, you know, I've heard so much about it. I actually went to the movies last week and there was a line out the door. But I mean, I can just see from the previews, it looks amazing, but I want to hear what you have to say. So what did you think of Incredibles 2?
4: All right. I'm going to put this out there. It's not as good as the first. I mean, that's like top, like, 10 or 20 movies of all time for me, but it's still like one of the best like Pixar sequels. It it feels like it feels like they kind of borrowed the first movie's plot in a way, but it feels like they made it different in some way. And I really like that because it didn't follow like go bigger and all of that. It kind of just stayed to the same game, but at the same time the character dynamic was a lot bigger here. But yeah, I really enjoyed it.
1: Wow, so it didn't really, I guess, live up to the first one is what you're saying.
4: Yeah, but it's still one of the best, like, Pixar, like, sequels and films.
1: So how old were you, I'm just wondering, when you
4: watched the first one? Probably five. I've seen it, like, ten times at least. Like, it's it's up there. So do you think that... Up there, too.
1: So do you think that your age difference since... You know, you're 10 years older now. Do you think that that really made it? I mean, it probably made a difference, but I mean, do you think that just watching it now, it made it a lot different for you? I mean, what do you think?
4: Um,. I could be partly that, you know, just the nostalgia and all of that. Like, there could be a young kid who watches this and, that, you know, for them it's, like, their favorite movie of all time or whatever. But um, I did watch Incredibles 1 right before going into 2 for, like, whatever, I don't even know what how many number of times I've seen that movie. And um, one thing which the movie did a lot better was that in this movie, like, There wasn't anything too big about the villain. It was just like kind of a generic plot, to be honest. I mean, the character dynamic and the action scenes are as excellent as ever. But I liked how the first movie, like, it was rather adult for a kids' movie, but at the same time, it managed like a good balance between them so that like adults could relate to it, like, not relate to it, but adults could watch it and get something out of it, while kids could watch it and get something out of it too.
1: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I saw a lot of families when I was there. And, you know, I heard a lot of adults saying, oh, this is great. And especially on social media, everyone really loved it. But, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. I mean, it's really important for, you know, families to relate to it as well. But I'm glad it was still really enjoyable. And you talk about this interesting character dynamic, which I want to know more about. And, you know, you said that it worked really well. Did you have a favorite character or were there two? Or do you think that maybe each character's relationships like there was one that stood out more than the others
4: i think all the characters really worked really well in this movie i think um violet is probably the most um improved character here like i feel like everyone here is as good as they were in the first movie like the same character but violet really has something new to her in this movie because like you know in the last movie she was rather shy and just like kind of like Inverted but like in this movie she's a lot she's a lot more like extroverted and you know out there and there's a really funny plot involving like her boyfriend which like I can't spoil it's it was so much fun to watch and also just the family like in disarray and dysfunction is hilarious as always um, to watch and I think I liked how they kept that dynamic in this movie too because you know it's really hard to kind of keep it from where they left last, last movie at. But they they really went out there, and it worked for this movie.
1: Wow, I mean, that sounds so interesting. Now I really want to know. I know you can't spoil it, but ah, my gosh, spoilers. Those are the one, that one thing, spoilers can totally ruin a movie, but there's some people who really like them. But yeah, spoilers. Um, I'm glad to hear that that was a really interesting plot between her and her boyfriend. I can't wait to see that, so I'm really looking forward to that. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about The Man Who Unlocked the Universe, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Incredibles 2. Right now I'm talking to Arjun about Incredibles 2, and he was just telling us about the really interesting character dynamic and how this film is just really incredible, no pun intended. But, you know, I really can't wait to see this film. And, you know, we talked a little bit about your expectations going into this film and how this film was. Not as great as the first one, but you did say that there were a lot of interesting relationships between the characters. Do you think that you related to one of the characters and that helped you throughout the film? Or there was one character you were just like, wow, I really want to be like them. I mean, I don't know. What do you think?
4: I think at at some points, like, I really related with Bob (laughs) trying to take care of Jack-Jack. Because, I don't know, it reminded me of my own brother in a way he constantly used to do, like just ridiculous stuff, you know, when he was a baby. And it just reminded me of Jack-Jack. I really don't know why, um, probably because of that. But obviously the sibling, like, relationship between Violet and um, Dash, um, you know, that was a lot of fun to watch. They keep on fighting, you know, but but they still love each other. You know, it's normal sibling stuff. So, yeah, in that way, I did, I did relate to the film. I think it really knows how to handle a family dyna- dynamic well. And that's one of the best things to see about this like franchise, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean the Incredibles, they're such a crazy family, but they all got these powers and you know they're just so fun. I mean, my sister and I, I can relate to you in the film in that way. We get along most of the time, but you know, we always have our disagreements. But that's normal sibling love. But I'm glad that the director and the writers managed to capture that. So Incredibles 2. Now, if they were to make an Incredibles 3, hopefully it wouldn't be 10 years later, but do you think that they're going to make another one?
4: I think they've kind of set up another one. I really don't know where they're going with this because, you know, it will obviously take them another 10 years to make another Incredibles, like, you know. It's it's kind of like the Toy Story thing. Um, but I think they will. De- there will definitely be another Incredibles 3, but probably a long time from now.
1: Oh, okay. Well... Yeah, I could see that. I know sometimes at the end of the movie, you know that there's going to be another one, but you're not really that sure. But if there is another one, I have to first see the second one. But a third would be actually really nice. And the ending of the film. Okay, I know we don't like spoilers on the show. But would you say that the ending of the film, even though you probably know that there's going to be another one? Was it satisfying for you? Did it make you upset? I mean, how did the ending make you feel?
4: Um, I think it made me it it made me feel happy just at seeing the just a, a second Incredibles and it was actually like good because you know if it was bad I would have been really disappointed like you know the first movie is just like so good and I think it it does live up to the first movies like legacy in a way you know it, will, it it's definitely one of the best Pixar movies and I came in knowing that it was gonna be impossible to like maybe be as good as the first because like that movie's just way out there. Um, I, I do think that they could have done, they could have played a little bit more with emotions here. It was just way too like happy and out there. Like Pixar, they find a really good balance between emotions and like, they make it work. Like uh, one scene will be really sad and like make people cry and all that. There wasn't really any of that here. It just, it didn't, that was, that's probably my biggest and maybe only flaw with the movie is that I, I really didn't like like that they kind of just you know were it was always like happy all the time there wasn't really any stakes other than like the superhero tri- trial going on
1: Yeah I agree with you I mean sometimes in films it's really important to have a lot of emotions because you know you have such a diverse audience and some people like to laugh and cry and get angry so yeah the fact that they always had happiness I could see how that could affect the film. Now, Arjun, my last questions for you are what would you say is the age and the star rating for this film?
4: Um I would say the age would definitely be a six to eighteen. This is a probably a little less mature than the first one. There's there's a lot more in the first one. This one there's like not much of there's hardly any any of a body count here. Um I mean however like younger kids maybe some of the action could be intimidating, but there's there's not really any like You know, everyone gets saved, usually. But um, the star rating would definitely be a 4.5 out of 5 stars. And I would highly recommend for everyone to go watch this movie.
1: Wow, I can't wait to go watch it. I appreciate you talking about it. Thank you so much, Arjun, for talking about Incredibles 2. No problem. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Samantha Marcus, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Super 4 Meet Ruby. We've been talking about Incredibles 2, and next we'll be talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom with Arjun, who's from Tennessee and is 16. Welcome to the show, Arjun.
4: Happy to be here.
1: Great. So, Jurassic World, I mean, I haven't seen the Jurassic films in such a long time, and I've heard a lot about Jurassic World. One of my friends I actually watched it was just telling me how great of a movie it is, but... I've also heard some people that have said that this movie is really great, but it doesn't live up to the first ones. But I want to hear from you. What did you think of Jurassic World?
4: I think that the Jurassic Park franchise, like the first one is like one of like an all-time great movie for me. Like I grew up with that movie, same with Incredibles. But um, And I think the second one is actually decent. And But third one, we just don't talk about that. But I think so far both of the Jurassic World movies have been good. This one is probably worse than the first uh, than Jurassic World, just because like I feel like in the second half they kind of jump the shark and do things which seem out of place for the series.
1: So you said that this one is not exactly like as great as the first ones. Are you like a die hard Jurassic World fan, or are you kind of just like for the Jurassic Park franchise you? really like the films but they're not you know one of the you know because some people like really like star wars for example is this one of the films that you really really enjoy or you just watch it because you know you find it i would
4: say right now i just watch it like if if it was like star wars where every movie is as good as like the predecessor like jurassic park is absolutely great the rest of the movies haven't really lived up to the expectations but Still, they're they're enjoyably entertaining movies on their own right. They're well made. They're well directed. Like even if the writing is is kind of subpar, it, it's all it. The movies are always well made. You know what you're gonna get unless if it's Jurassic Park three once again, just not a good movie. But every everything else has been good, and I think Fallen Kingdom continues that track record of just just being a a serviceable like blockbuster flick, and it it's it's always well directed.
1: Wow, that's great to hear. So, Fallen Kingdom, for those of our listeners who don't really know what this film is about, could you tell us a little bit about this and how it might be a little different from the others?
4: All right. So, apparently, the trailers have spoiled. I'll try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. Um, Basically, this movie kind of just follows, like, the events of the first one. You know, they created the park again, and, you know you know, it just broke loose, you know, once again, don't mess with nature, and they basically secluded these dinosaurs on that island, and for some reason, there's a volcano there, which is going to just erupt, and, you know, um, the main characters of the first one, um, first Jurassic World, Owen and Claire, can't let those dinosaurs die, so they basically mount on a campaign during, like, a controversial dinosaur trial on whether they should be left there to die with the volcano and that's basically the plot of the movie they 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 go to they go to try to save the dinosaurs
3: Oh
1: okay yeah that's definitely interesting i could see how that could relate to the others but it does sound uh, very intriguing overall and you know dinosaurs okay do you like dinosaurs
4: yeah, I love them. That's all you know, like, I, I grew up with this franchise, basically. So, I mean, in a way, even if the movies are really flawed, I can still look past the flaws just because nostalgia.
1: Right. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we're talking about The Man Who Unlocked the Universe, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Incredibles 2. Right now, we're talking to Arjun about the new film, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And he was just telling us about he's just had his whole life, he's been immersed in the Jurassic Park franchise. And Arjun, my question for you is, do you think that since you really like dinosaurs, that that influenced how you see the film? Because, you know, I have some friends who really don't like dinosaurs. So do you think that liking them is going to influence what you think of the film?
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, But I try to, you know, take off my nostalgia glasses and look for the movie within. And I have to say the second, while the first half of this movie was mostly consistent, there were a few annoying bumps here and there. It it felt like, you know, we were going to get the best Jurassic Park sequel yet. They were doing something different. This park is... The Basically, the places where the dinosaurs are going to live is going to explode. It's like an apocalypse level event for them. You know, it felt different for the series, some logic issues aside. But the second half of this movie just kind of disappointed, not kind of, it really disappointed me because I felt like this movie was going to be like something, you know, more confident. It just felt like they wrote something, you know, just half-heartedly. Um, but still with that being said, like I've said before, these movies are always well directed. You know, they're not gonna like, you know, give you something that isn't eye pleasing, but unfortunately the story of this movie is just not that pleasing.
1: So do you think that the next Jurassic film is going to do you think it's going to be I mean, I'm sure none of us know how the next one's gonna be, but do you Think that it's just because the second part of this film was kind of disappointing that the next film will be disappointing as well.
4: I I really don't know. Um, I think that the way they've ended the movie, it kind of made me like really just you know did they did they just do that? But at the same time, I was like, this seems intriguing. You know, it'd be fun to watch the dinosaurs do that. And even though it sounds like I hated the movie, I did not at all. You know, like it's it's hard to hate on this movie. It's it's well directed. It's, like, you know, it has exhilarating sequences. And the director is just absolutely amazing. Like, you know, we need to get 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 that guy more movies. Um, but, yeah, I think there's definitely going to be a third part. And I'm still intrigued to see where it goes. I just hope they get, like, hope they you know, put more time into the writing process rather than just trying to fill the, okay, every two years we have to release Jurassic World. And I think Star Wars has been suffering from it a little bit too.
1: Right, yeah, I completely agree with you. Well, I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed the movie, even though it was a little disappointing, but I guess that happens some of the time. So what would you say to somebody who, you know, because... Like you said, that if you're not really into dinosaurs and that kind of action, you might not enjoy this film as much as somebody who does. But what would you tell somebody that may be on the edge about seeing this film but should see this film even if they're not completely interested in the Jurassic franchise?
4: I think there's always like good human characters, even though, like I said, the writing's not like excellent for like their motivations and all of that. they they're always well acted, you know, they they're not like annoying you know they're, they're you, you can root for the characters in this movie basically like who can't root for chris Pratt? like come on and even the newcomers in this movie like justice smith and daniela pineda um i thought their characters were really good um normally in a movie when they introduce like a bubbly you know new person or whatever you know you get really annoyed but i wasn't annoyed by them at all i always enjoyed seeing their scenes um It's, you know, the villains are a little bit mustache twirling, especially Rafe Spall as as, um, the main um, bad guy. But I think, like, it's still, all the performances are well acted. It's just the writing here is the main problem.
1: Yeah, I could see that the writing probably impacts this film a lot. But villains, ooh, I like villains. That definitely makes me want to see this film. But it sounds like there's a lot of, you know, diversity with, know characters and plot and everything so it sounds like there is probably something for everybody now arjun my last question for you is what would you say is the age and the star rating for this film
4: um i would definitely say it's a um 10 to 18 you know it's jurassic world um or park i don't even know anymore but um you know there are, there are some gory scenes and some horror, and some horror there which can be too intense for younger viewers but um there's still like it's still in the PG-13 range it never gets too bad um so for that reason I'd give it a 10 to 18 and I'd say the star rating is a 3.5 out of 5 stars I still enjoyed this movie but I hope this the series manages to like spend more time on like like the story and writing
1: Right. Well, I do appreciate your honesty and feedback about Jurassic World. Thank you so much, Arjun, for talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. No problem. We're going to take a quick break. I'm your host, Samantha Marcus, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Super 4 Meet Ruby.
3: It's safe, mother-approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Samantha Marcus, and
1: you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and next we'll be talking about Incredibles 2 with Benjamin, who is 12 and is from Washington, D.C. Welcome to the show, Benjamin. Thank you for having me today. No problem. So, Incredibles 2. I loved the first Incredibles, and, you know, seeing another one come out after 10 years is really unexpected. I didn't think they would come out with another one, but I wanted to ask you, did you think that this film was incredible?
5: I think it's even more incredible than the first Incredibles. Uh, Everyone loves the first, or not everyone, but everyone I've talked to about the first one loves it. I thought it was very good. But uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as everyone else. I feel *Incredible 2 provides everything that was sort of missing from the first one and improves on it quite greatly.
1: That's interesting to hear. So what was one of the ways that this film improved?
5: Um, I feel the characters were a lot deeper in some ways. Um, For instance, Violet gets uh, much more of a personality in this film and much more of an arc. In the first film, I felt like she's just sort of a... kind of like... um, How do I describe it? A sort of... um, mopey teen. Whereas in this one, um, they explore a lot of her relationship with her father um, and as well as how she deals with... um, being a superhero, um, and same with Mr. Incredible and Dash. I feel like you get to know a lot more about these characters now that you're familiar with them and the way they interact with their family members that you can um, slowly learn not just about how they interact with each other more, but uh, um, learn more about themselves. Yeah, I
1: love learning about, especially character interaction, seeing characters you know, interact with one another and develop their own personal qualities, and I'm sure that that definitely was an improvement from the first film. And given that you've seen both of them and you've seen all the characters, is there a favorite character that you
5: have? Um, I'd say from the first movie, probably um, um, Syndrome. <laughs> uh, I just think he's a very he's sort of um, fun villain. But from this movie... Um, Jack-Jack. Jack-Jack is sort of like, he's not in the first one very much, but here, every scene he's in, he takes center stage. Um, Jack-Jack's blossoming superpowers make each scene with him in it a lot more interesting, particularly action scenes. And um, seeing a variety of powers play out on screen, I thought was really fun to watch.
1: That does sound really fun, and ooh, superpowers. I know the Incredibles are just... You know, they really are incredible. I mean, I've always wanted superpowers. Do you think that, you know, if you could have any superpower that they have, would, which one would you pick?
5: Uh, I would probably choose um, Violet's power because uh, not less the being invisible part, more uh, using a force field. I just think that's super cool. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think being able to use a force field. Yeah,
1: I can't use a force field. The only superpower I have is you know, I actually don't have a superpower, I just you know, live my life. But I guess that could be powerful, but it would be really cool to live like the Incredibles. And, you know, I'm sure that there's so much action in this film. What would you say is your favorite scene?
5: Um, my favorite scene in terms of uh in the way how much I was invested in it. A uh, favorite action scene is there's a scene where Elastigirl Girl has to stop a runaway train from crashing. It's very intense and um it's it's once again it's interesting seeing how she uses her powers to get through these tricky situations. Um and you know, she has to like drive full speed across the city and catch up with a um just a crazy train, I guess. Um, It's just very intense, but it's also, um, I thought it was well shot in terms of, uh, you could really, a problem with a lot of action and bigger movies is you can't really see what's going on. This film, um, seeing the whole picture makes it a lot more um, intense and uh, uh, makes you a lot more invested in what's going on. Yeah, I would definitely,
1: uh, that's something that I feel that is missing from movies, too, is you're not really able to see everything that's happening. But the fact that they made that happen, I think, is really great because it allows the audience to better connect with the movie and relate to it more. And, you know, it's just really great overall. And I'm just really glad to hear that you enjoyed this movie because I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. But, you know, I just wanted to hear from you. Did you when you knew that you were going to see Incredibles 2, were you really excited for it? I mean, what were your expectations before you were going to see it?
5: Um, before seeing the first one again, right before I watched it, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm excited." Cuz um from the trailers and stuff, like it made it look established it as very different from its predecessor, but after watching the first one and realizing how much fun it actually is, um I was super excited. Uh, I get people have had to wait 14 years to get to see these characters again. We getting to see them like, well, what, five days after I watched the first one. Um, I yeah, going in after seeing the first one, uh, it, it lifted my excitement up greatly.
1: Wow, that's really great to hear. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about Jurassic World's Fallen Kingdom, and Incredibles Two. Right now we're talking to Benjamin about Incredibles 2 and he was just telling us about he was really excited and uplifted to see this film and I feel the exact same way. So for Incredibles 2, I know it's about superpowers and this family who's really well connected and these dynamic relationships. Was there a part of the film that you could really relate to?
5: Um, I guess it's, I could sort of, not really to be honest, uh. I feel like my this is very much dysfunctional family in the film that uh, seems to come together when conflict strikes. Um, I say that's not really the case with my family. I mean, sometimes there's a little bit of dysfunction. There's never that much conflict going on, so uh, not really. But uh, that doesn't mean I still didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, every family relationship is different. That's good that you don't have that much conflict, because conflict is not always good. But, yeah, this family, they're just they are just all around incredible and amazing. And I just, I wish I could be like them and live their lives. But, you know, our lives are pretty good as well. So, as far as the cinematography goes, what did you think of it? Because I've heard really great reviews about it, but I want to hear it from you.
5: Um, honestly... I find a problem with animated films for me, and that has been a problem. I can't... It's harder for me to identify cinematography and editing and directing in an animated format because it's a little um, harder to adi- um, identify in this format. So I don't have really any comments. Um, it's, in terms of the look of the film, it looks fantastic. Um, if you... My friends, Me and my, fr- my friends and I were talking earlier today, actually, about if you look at the animation side by side between The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2, it is not seamless at all. Uh, it's a great improvement upon the first one, but it still felt like with the character designs, it still felt like they didn't change the look of the characters or the look of the world around them too much.
1: Right. Wow. I actually haven't looked at them side by side. That's actually really intriguing. So, if you could change anything about maybe that aspect or about the film, because it it wasn't completely you know up to your expectations, what would you change about it?
5: Um, you know, I don't think there is much I'd change. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but um, maybe there. Were, oh, the main twist of the movie, which I'm not going to spoil. There is a twist. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I saw it coming a mile away. As soon as... So, avoid the trailers. I was just watching the trailer, and I sort of wrote down, like, a couple names who I think the villain would be. And I got it, and um... Immediately when I first encountered this character, it's like, oh, yeah, they're for sure the villain. So I felt like that kind of took away from the movie, maybe. Um, The twist of the identity of the villain is supposed to be, like, super surprising. But I kind of missed out on that, uh, knowing or just knowing immediately who it was. Um, That was sort of something I... The thing I would change about that is, though, um, maybe making it seem a little less drastic, uh, like... Make, making it seem a little less important. Um, I, not necessarily, but the in, um, the importance of, of it when it happens felt like a little much.
1: Right, yeah. There are definitely a lot of things that could be changed, but like you said, not every movie is perfect, and that's completely understandable. So I wanted to ask you, since there's probably going to be an Incredibles 3, would you say that you know, would you, are you would you be really excited for it is what I'm saying.
5: I'm on board. I'll be there opening night. Honestly, the first thing I said after I watched this movie is, number one, I want to see that again. Number two, I can't wait for Incredibles 3. I hope it's not another decade and a half because um, I really want to see these characters again, especially after this movie. I just think they're so interesting and fun um, to explore. And uh, yeah, whenever it comes out, I'll be there.
1: I love the enthusiasm. I can't wait. Yeah, I definitely will be there opening night. If not, I'll be there the second night. And my last question for you, Benjamin, is what would you say is the age and the star rating for this film?
5: Um, I'm going to give it 5 to 18. Um, I think there is one uh, kind of dark, heavily implied passing. Um, and also, there is a... They put the, they talked about this a couple weeks ago. There's a scene with a lot of flashing lights, so I guess if you're prone to seizures or something, that's not good. But I think they already put a warning in front of the movie with that. That's just a small little thing. Also, um, there's a couple there's like a couple occurrences of characters in peril, which might be a little scary for little kids. Um, the reason I give uh, make it so it's such an expansive age rating is because I think with Pixar they've mastered their, they've mastered animated films to a point where you can really enjoy anything they make. Right. Yeah, that's completely understandable, and
1: I really appreciate you talking about Incredibles two. Really, it was really eye opening, and I can't wait to see it. So thank you so much, Benjamin. Uh. Yeah. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and acts to learn how you can join our Kids First film critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Also, be sure to check out our blog in the Teens section of Huffington Post and check out our YouTube channel. You can get there easily from our homepage at kidsfirst.org. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Super 4 Meet Ruby. I'm Samantha Marcus. Thanks so much for listening, and I want to wish all of you a happy 4th of July. Spend some time with your family, go swimming, enjoy the fireworks, and just have fun because it's summer. And check out these movies because summertime movies are the best. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.